Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Where in the Folk. Whoa! I have got Jeremy, Cecil, and me, the person they call Reed, here tonight. Um, we don't have Tully tonight. Where's he at? Tully had to pull a late shift at Chippendales tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forgot about that. He's got to get those digits somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so, where in the folk are we talking about tonight? Where in the folk are we talking about today? Uh, we are going to be talking about the folking place over in England called Woolpit. It's in Breckshire. And uh, we're, we're covering a topic that I've always kind of liked, and it's really awesome. It's called the Green Children of Woolpit. But this is something that I've always really enjoyed, the story of this. And if you never heard of the Green Children of Woolpit, it's kind of unique. Um, the legend of it is pretty much as follows. One day, during the reign of King Stephen, and not to be confused with Stephen King, if you know who that is, huh. is King Stephen. Sometime between 1135 and the year 1154. It's been a while. Yeah. There was a bunch of uh, farmhands working the farmlands. Uh, the, there were reapers. You know what a reaper is? It's a really hot pepper. You know, and it's also the people that used to cut the tall grass, I guess. Oh, those guys. Yeah, okay. the reapers. Like the scythes? Yeah, the scythe. They used to okay. cut out the wheat and the barley and the rye. Yeah, that's uh, probably where the image of the Grim Reaper came from because they were killing so much vegetation. I don't know. <sighs> No, no, nothing on that. All right. (laughs) Leave that alone. So basically what it was, these reapers were out working the fields and minding their own business, you know, um, working the land. And then they discovered a curious sight indeed. Um, Beside one, the wolf pit. Wasn't a wolf pit like a pit they put little like sticks down in for like on trails is it, or am i wrong or and that's pretty much it they would dig out these uh big trenches fort and bait them to catch wolves and that's where wool pit guy's name was from these wolf pits so there's like two names for it it's like wool pit like wolf from a sheep and then mm-hmm. it's also referred to as wolf pit as in oh yeah <laughs> so one beside one of these wolf pits um they found two children, a little boy and a girl. They only they assumed that they were brother and sister. Now, when they seen two kids, these kids were frightened and screaming in unknown language to them, and they just didn't reckon. And the clothes that they wore were strange. You know, they were made from a weird fabric that they've never seen before. But that wasn't the craziest thing about these kids. The craziest thing was they were green. They they were. Had a green tinge to them. They had a green hue to them. Like how how green do you think these kids? Well, that's what I wanted to know. How it's kind of like that. How green? <laughs> <leaves> <laughs> yeah, like it was green. Yeah, you know, they green. had green. They got, had green hue to them. Wow, we got a cool use out of that. <laughs> yeah, we finally got to use a different color. <laughs> Just for the theme of the episode, let's go green. There we go. <laughs> that's exactly right. So these kids, they were screaming in a language nobody's ever heard. They were wearing these unusual clothes made out of a fabric that's never been seen. And they were fucking green. So naturally, everybody was confused by it. And so they took the, they rushed the children to a home of a Richard D. Collin, I believe it is, C-A-L-N-E. 
Kalen, probably. Kalen, yeah. Richard, uh, Kalen. Well, while they was at the home of Dick, uh, the pair of children would not eat anything. They wouldn't, they wouldn't eat any of the food that was served to them until somebody came across broad beans. They're just green beans. Green beans, yeah. These kids fucking loved green beans. They ate Didn't them. They raw. eat them raw. Ate them raw. So over time, the kids developed a taste for bread, though, right? So when they got the taste for bread, they started losing their green hue. After some time, they had to get baptized because, you know, everybody had to get baptized back then. That was the thing to do, man. Yeah, that was the thing to do. Now, there's some conflict on this. They don't know if they started losing their color before they were baptized or if it was after. There's two stories. One is that they lost the color beforehand. The other is that afterwards. I've got a theory behind that later. <laughs> so, both stories about this, right? These two kids um, eventually lost their color, got baptized. Now, the little boy, he never really quite acclimated to the world that they were living in. And he got very sick and died before he really learned any English or anything. So he didn't last too awful long. No, he didn't live too long. So the girl was saved by the Lord Jesus, and she got healthy and learned to speak English over time. Now, the story that she told whenever she learned to speak English was quite fascinating. So she told of a land where she came from called St. Martin's Land. St. Martin's Land. St. Martin's was that their, that was like their patron saint in the land she came from. Yeah. So it was called St. Martin's Land. And she said that the sun never shone there. And it was always twilight. Kind of like in Oregon. Oregon, yeah. It's always twilight. Yeah, not um, much sunshine. N- yeah, never get any sunshine, just twilight all the time. And every person, every animal, everything in this land was green. They were just all green. And she described another land that was illuminated across this vast river that nobody could apparently cross. I don't know, maybe they didn't have boats. But that she didn't know what was on the other side of the river. She doesn't know exactly how she got to Woolpit. There's a couple different theories about it. The one that I like to go with is that her and her brother were herding her father's cattle. And then they heard bell, like bells ringing. And the cattle went into a cave. And when they went into this cave, uh, the children got lost in the cave chasing the cattle. And that, so they finally heard the bells ringing again. And they just followed that and ended up in Woolpit. That's basically the story of the green children in Woolpit now. This is where things get weird. She ended up growing up. They said she was an ordinary. She was real stuck up, thought she was better than everybody. And she ended up marrying royalty, apparently. Um, she married a guy by the name of Richard Barr. And she there's went a lot by of the dicks name. dicks in this story. Yeah, there's a bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> there's more dicks than you can shake a stick at. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, I, I do want to, since, since we're on that topic, I, I want to point out a phrase that was used here and I, I don't know how to interpret it I, I don't like the interpretation that I'm going to though um, the girl apparently she adjusted to her new life but she was considered to be rather loose and wanton in her conduct she was, she probably, was probably just eccentric just but, continuing the theme nothing wrong with it just <laughs> you have to keep in mind this was 12th century England so what would be loose in her behavior and eccentric 
would be like pale compared to today's standards. Yeah, she's probably holding, ankle. Right. She's probably holding hands with too many boys or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would imagine is what happened. Now, when it comes to this story, there's a lot of explanations. You know, there's some logical and some that people don't think is logical that I completely believe is completely logical. Um, hearing this story, I'd love to hear what you think about it, Jeremy. What do you think? Um, well, I mean, uh, I think it's just that it's a it's a story. It's a it's an interesting story. But what if it's true? What if they actually did live? Where do you think they came from, or what do you think they were? Because by all means, this they 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 existed. Essentially, they pretty it's pretty much confirmed. A lot of people think it's still a story, but this was wrote when they were still alive. When the little is alive. Could this be likened to the blue people? And like that's it's just theory. it's generations of inbreeding. Well, one theory is um, if you want to go with the logical ones, um, that they were poisoned with arsenic by their caretaker, and their caretaker took them to die in the forest. And when the girl got older, she just made up a story. Uh, so, so do you think that the kids were? really well obviously they were lost but so you think there were some nefarious means to it that they were like placed there and i guess arsenic had gave them some sort of amnesia well the arsenic is to accumulate is to account for the green skin it's a type of anemia yeah that is like a scientific fact and there's another thing too and then that's got to do with anemia is the cholerosis yeah. Colorosis. Um, there was a war going on in the village not too far from there, and they think that the kids were orphaned and were basically suffering from malnutrition and anemia and were green too, which um, is why when they ate more food, they gradually got their color and stuff back. Well, couldn't that also be the reason why the, the boy died? Because it wasn't that, and reading this is where your history uh, knowledge would come into play. Wasn't it fact that after a lot of the um, the prisoners, like the the Jewish in, in the Holocaust, were let loose, they actually had to monitor how quickly they ate and drank stuff, otherwise they could die. Absolutely, because if they were malnutrition, then um, not only were their stomachs shrank and they couldn't eat a whole lot of food, but the overabundance of certain types of minerals or sugar, carbohydrates, anything like that would put their body into shock. So it kind of depends on if that if that was the case, how quickly did he die? You know, I've always known that if you were starved, almost starved to death, that that would happen. But I never thought about that when it came to the Holocaust. Oh, yeah, they had to... Uh, I mean, one of the places um, they came across um, the actually the 101st Airborne in World War II. Uh, it was one of the worst camps that they killed, you know, a bunch of. And they found them in just piles, and they found them in railroad trains. And the sad thing was, is they the, these people who had survived were so happy that they were rescued, basically but they had to put them right back in the camp so they could monitor their food intake and 
you know, make sure they survived because if they would have just let them go, they would have either ate themselves to death or obviously in their weakened state, you know, they wouldn't have been able to survive. That's horrible. That's all. But yeah, they had to put them right back in the prison camp for a while. That's, and you know, if you were thinking logically and stuff, that's probably what this was. Um, because I mean, they came from a different village, so the different language could have definitely taken place. They could have wandered for many miles until they ended up there. Not, and it, you know, if like like the story says, if the first thing they ate was just green beans, um, they started introducing like bread, which is super high in carbohydrates. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been on like a keto or all meat diet, but if you go off of it and then start eating pasta and carbohydrates, you will shit your guts out. I'm, I'm usually Tell us about a, it, Cecil. I'm usually <laughs> on me. Uh, <laughs> uh, check me out on OnlyFans. But I, I mean, this kid may have died from, from explosive diarrhea. That's horrible. It's possible. Now, some of the crazy theories are that they came from hollow earth that they just walked through the caverns and popped up on the earth. Now, originally when I read about this, I thought that I was like, yeah, they're from hollow earth. That's what I thought. The more I read about hollow earth, the less likely I think that is. But because hollow earth has its own sun, you know, it's illuminated and stuff from what I know about hollow earth, the many times I've been there. (laughs) <laughs> and the King Kong versus Godzilla movie shows that there's a lot, you know. So, <laughs> so it's fact. Did you watch that? No, nope, not yet. Have you watched just that? The, just the fight scene. Jesus Christ, that's such a good movie. I heard I it was a, a lot better than some of the like as far as the the War of the Monster movies. That's one of the best ones. Dude, it is so awesome. You gotta watch it. And the way that they explain Hollow Earth, which Hollow Earth can be anything. I mean, no no living person that we know have, has been there. I'm sure there is somebody out there that's been there. But essentially, when they go into Hollow Earth, gravity flips. It's insane. It's pretty awesome. Mm. So, like, you know how we're walking here? Under us, there's people walking like that, you know, like walking around it. Which would explain it, because their son would be the center, the core, so, yeah, I can see that. No, that would not explain it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> and if you uh, believe true blood, it's 100% true, because Alexander Saskar is in that movie. <laughs> Case closed. And he's looking good as ever. <laughs> Ow. His brother, Bill Saskar, um, the guy played... Uh, Pennywise, he looks just like Billy Strings to me. I, I I can see that. Yeah. This is a person you all knew, right? No, Billy Strings is a very popular bluegrass musician now. It's I'm like sorry. A prodigious flat top picker. Oh. oh yeah, he's awesome. I'll show you after we get on. Okay. He's awesome. Educate me. Oh yeah, you'll love it. It's, he used to play metal or something because he. I mean, that flat picking is basically alternate picking, ain't it? basically yeah anyway back to what we're talking about (laughs) green kids (laughs) green kids green kids um some people and um one that one that a lot of people think is logical is they they were aliens 
there's actually a astronomer astrologer by the name of Duncan Lunin in nineteen ninety six that suggested that the kids were accidentally transported from their homeland to Woolpit. I do want to say astronomer, not astrologer. We can agree. <laughs> we can agree to disagree, friend. <laughs> you tell us which one's right. I'm sure it's astronomer, but I'm gonna stick with my guns. <laughs> I won't say astrologer because <laughs> I probably just in my stupor typed that out. <laughs> <laughs> you, your argument is losing losing water. <laughs> but you tell us in the comments if you're watching this. Anyway, he suggested that they were transported from their homeland in some kind of accident with their transportation system. Now, the way that he he explains it is that they're they come from a planet that's trapped in a basically a synchronized rotation around the sun, to where one side's golden burning mantle and the other side's freezing. But there's a Goldilocks zone right in the middle, and if that was the case, and then, and that one side's always facing all the way around the sun, then the sun would never completely shine. Ooh. So, that's his thing. Um, and that they just come from there. They're somehow transported. Another one that I really liked, which I should have looked more into this, was people think they came from fairyland. The I very didn't... other land, or other world? Yeah, fairyland. Um, I didn't do hardly any research on this, but apparently a lot of the alien encounters and stuff back then, people thought they were fairies. So huh. you're dismissing that there were actually fairies and you're saying that they're all aliens could be yeah. you're gonna have the international society of fairy folk <laughs> fair get mad at us, uh, at us so they'll be with them they'll be with them jen over here granting jen wishes to everybody <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad that came full circle the jen <laughs> my favorite one and the one I think is most likely is interdimensional beings. I think they came from a different dimension and walked through a port, some kind of Stargate or something, and ended up here and couldn't get back. That's a possibility. That's the one I'm going to go with. That's the one I believe the most in. Because interdimensional is more likely to me because aliens can't exist because space doesn't exist. Uh-huh. And fairyland, I mean, uh-huh. Fairyland. I mean, it could be Fairyland. I don't know, but Fairyland uh -huh. would be in a different dimension too. You would think so, still interdimensional. You know how that gravity's flipped in that movie? Yeah. Your logic is flipped. Space isn't real, but yeah, there's fairies. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, this is a matrix, so they make everything that we see. So of course, there's going to be some alternate like DLC somewhere that's a Fairyland. I mean, they've got vampires for The Sims. Yeah, especially if EA's in control of its DLC everywhere. Right. <laughs> I wonder if that's the... I wonder if that's it. Like, all right, so cryptocurrency is getting pretty big. I wonder if you can buy a Stargate into another dimension with cryptocurrency. We'll have to look into that. Jeremy's pretty good with computers. Try to get on the dark web. Like the Marin, what's it called? The Marin, the one below the dark web, the Mariana Trench. Yeah, the Mariana Trench of the web, <laughs> and see if you can find out if we can find out how to get to a different dimension. I'll what? be sure to check that when I visit. 
yeah. <laughs> You'll probably have to download some kind of Torian or something. I'm not Just sure. the onion. <laughs> so, do you, what is your what is your main theory on why this happened, Jeremy? If 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 it, it happened, what would be the most logical in your? Um, given my vast lack of knowledge in all things medical, uh, I I don't I don't know. I, I'd like to stick to the. Uh, <laughs> less the least supernatural that i can uh, i saw something about the green disease and that can and cecil he mentioned it earlier that once they ate they they started losing their color that's uh typical for that green disease that when you uh fix your dietary or when you fix your diet it, it does tend to fix the the tent as well um I don't know. I, I just I, I enjoy the story. That's like my, a lot of the stuff we talk about. I, I I enjoy the stories behind it. I don't necessarily believe them. The that's my thing. I believe these kids did exist, and if they wasn't interdimensional beings, it would be something like anemia, um, kind of like the blue people that you talked about. If you never heard the blue people of Kentucky, um, basically they eat silver, and they turn. They, well, they turned blue. <laughs> That's what happened. So, you know, this would be a like good time. <laughs> this would be a good time for Uncle Dave's theory. crazy conspiracy. Uncle Dave's crazy conspiracies. <laughs> All right. So. I think these kids came from a alternate universe where colors were switched. So there was no blue in the sky. It was all gray. There was no browns. Like the colors were all in an odd spectrum. And green was the dominant color. So less of a swap, but more of just like a wash of color. Yes. And that was a dominant color. And to the perspective, everything was green. Not necessarily green, but to the perspective. Because of the way it was an interdimensional color uh, distortion. And then they came through a portal. And they were discovered, and because the green beans were the only thing that looked familiar to them, that's what they first started eating. And then they started eating other food, and I think they had some type of odd chlorophyll anomaly in their blood system. And when they started eating proteins and stuff that didn't naturally contain chlorophyll, like green vegetables, it switched them over to looking more normal compared to the other folks in the area wow and i think the girl made most of that shit up when she told the story so it was like an adaptation on a super macro level she she could not fathom she was only relating what she experienced through the eyes of what she had just learned so she didn't have a good way of explaining it wow 
And that is my theory on that. Uncle Dave's crazy conspiracies. And that's not what I believe. <laughs> now, now, with your theory, does that does that sort of tie into the for the actual inhabitants of that other universe? The this like is is my green your green type situation? Like they would see the the full spectrum of the colors there, but we wouldn't observe that. Is that what you're getting at? Right. When we got there, we. We may appear a different primary color. If we were, if it was reversed, we would appear maybe a different primary color, like yeah. be red, or we would be yellow. Hmm. I, like I want, that. I want, but it's a violet. It's a warped. <laughs> it's a warped color perception between the two interdimensions. Wow. How you like that? I'm glad I don't still smoke weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what I was getting at. I mean that that's seems to be the the weed thought is the color that I identify as red is that the same color that you are seeing? You know, I think about it in the instance of people that are colorblind. Dude, they do have the technology now where they've got those glasses that makes the appearance of colors match what people that are not colorblind and a lot of people that are colorblind say they see like a lot of blues and greens. Dude, that's when they cool. yeah. So maybe those people that are colorblind are ancestors and descendants of that girl. Well, our resident Chippendaler, I believe he is a He's uh, a version of colorblind. He's a red blue red green colorblind. I think it's well, my, red green because he had issues. Or no, my my son, he's he's red green as well because he had issues using the chopper gunner on Call of Duty. I was yelling to shoot at a certain color. He's like, I don't see that color. Do you know that there's some people that can see like hundreds of colors, and there's some that can't. Like, apparently, I see like seven. <laughs> but my wife, she sees like hundreds. Like I'll say, there's purple. She's like, no, nah, that's magenta. Like, well, yeah, that, that's what I'm getting at. It, is it <laughs> is it that you don't see it, or is it you choose not to put so much detail to it? No, no. Because purple looks like purple to me. Uh, right, but you but you would agree that there's different shades of purple. I think so. I don't know. Yeah, he may have some type of color blindness, or at I don't least know. We'll test this narrow. Somehow. Narrow color spectrum perception. You went to the same grade school I went to. They they really didn't pay much attention to stuff like that. <laughs> Which I wish that we could, and we we can't. But I wish there was a way to expand on on that school. That was a very experimental school, and it's just very interesting to see the types of people that came out of it. We we could, man. I mean, we may do an episode on it because. Everybody will deny it up and down, but I feel like we was an experiment. I honestly do. And see, this will this will be interesting to if we do that episode to have me in it because all three of you experienced it and I have it, so yeah. I'll, you'll have a totally outside perspective on that. Everything they did at that school was weird, um, from not having walls to having us drink 
what they said was fluoride, but we had to take two shots of it. I mean, <laughs> I would imagine like, not having walls would be really weird because if a teacher went, Shh, everybody quiet, you'd be up somebody over in another area being like, when I oh, no, seriously, the, the unruly kids made it um, a constant fear of is this bookshelf that's uh, pretending f- to be a wall? Is it going to be turned over on the class today? <laughs> and every now and again, if you hear somebody go, shh, you hear somebody go, fuck you. We should do something about that school, man, because it was strange, and there are a wild variety of people that came from there. But for the most part, they are complete and utter heathens. For the most part, they're they're usually highly intelligent in whatever they're doing, and they're crazy as hell. Well, it's it's this feral <laughs> green child being brought up in a society that taught it not to be, and we're still trying to adjust. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so we we decided to do a short episode tonight because we didn't have a guest. Tully's pulling down digits at the Chippendale. I hope he don't work too hard. He's got to come down here tomorrow. Uh, I wonder if he has to wear his mask. I don't know. But, you know, he needs to get it in right now before he gets too old and his knees give out. That's what I think. <laughs> Yeah, I had to quit that. But oh, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, you're, you're after. <laughs> if you dance that much so often, your knees just get bad on you. You start cracking when you get up. But <laughs> but anyway, final conclusion. I believe read 100%. <laughs> Sometimes I hit like a hammer with the Uncle Dave's theories. So I think I guess that's, this is one of them. I think that's 100% what happened. Uh, since it is a short uh, episode, I want to go. I want to give some shout-outs. Uh, Wolfman Curry, his new album is dropping. Well, his new single is dropping on May second. Oh, Wolfman, make a song and then title it Wolf Pit. Wolf Pit, do it. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. That's what he needs to do. And uh, don't forget to check out Jody Jones. He has a new album, uh, The Rededication. I believe it might be out now. He's a great artist. You can check him out on Spotify. And I'm sure he's got other platforms as well. I just don't know which ones they are. Uh, Young Millie had a album drop not too long ago called Just a Vibe. You can check that out. And, um, you know, you can find us at Twitter at Wearing the Folk. At Wearing the Folk. It's not AT. It's the at symbol Wearing the Folk. I think if they don't know how to use Twitter... Then they're me. I can't hear Jeremy. I was muted. And you can just look down there in the description for all that stuff. Yeah, you can look down in the description for everything. Um, our anchor and whatnot. Uh, and if you have any ideas that you want us to do, we've got a list of things that we're going to do. But we usually have guests. We got a lot of great guests lined up. And oh my God. Yes. We got one that's going to come up that um, it's going to be hard for me to talk to him. Uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> You're going to get stage fright on I will one. get stage fright on it. It's going to like a speak and say or whatever those things are called. Just type I'll, it out. I'll just use the one on my phone. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. 
but I'm very excited. Um, we got to make sure that everything's confirmed, but it seems like it's going down. Uh, that will be coming out in the next couple weeks, possibly maybe three or four. Uh, we have a lot more great guests. Um, and you know, you, you can check out all of our, all our friends that's previously been guests, Martin Shaw, uh, with Un, unexplained Scotland, uh, Caitlin Crawford with unbound underground, Jenny with Jingle paranormal, Lauren with, uh, night crawler, night callers, radio, Bigfoot Radio. We may be having like a local guest before long, hopefully. Oh, yeah. And that one's going to be awesome, too. I forgot all about that. Will they be coming here? That's we've not even hashed that. We've not made the first connection yet, but but we'll see. Don't get your. So the guests are coming and they're they're awesome. Um, we, We hope to do some more like this, too, to where we can just talk out crazy things like this uh bipolar teddy bear is coming back very soon uh we're working i'm working on the music for it and when that comes out that's going to be a new little fun thing that i'm doing and hopefully everybody else will join in and you're more than welcome to check that out i've been known to join in uh, quite often (laughs) me and man to call him to meet One of the two slices of bread. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for watching us because we're watching you.